That was I Need a Miracle by the Grateful Dead from the Shakedown Street album. So there's three things that I like to focus on during this podcast is my thinking on Tesla. My other one is the Georgia runoff elections. And the third thing is going back to something that I talked about before, and that is Trump supporters and the hatred that they tend to carry with them. So first, let's start off with Tesla. First thing that I would say is I will never, ever at this point consider buying a tesla now some will say that the tesla is the probably the best made electric car available today i would say that may have been true several years ago but i'm not quite sure that it is the best made today not to say it's the worst but i think other manufacturers have come up to be close to the performance that tesla was known for and i think over the years tesla kind of has become more of a status symbol than actually looking at the performance of the vehicle compared to others i think tesla is to cars what an apple iphone is to phones what do i mean by this i think in some respects and i have to full disclose i do have an iphone that the both of them tend to have somewhat of a status attachment to them so if you're going to go with electric vehicle you gotta have a tesla and if you want a mobile phone you just gotta have an apple phone so why am i down on tesla two words Elon Musk. I think with Musk's recent purchase of Twitter, he really has a platform to truly show who he is as a person. And let me say, it's not pretty. What he's done to workers at Twitter and what he said on Twitter shows what an arrogant bastard he is. But besides his arrogance, let's look at how Tesla is set up as a company and its production of cars. By 2016, Tesla was the only U.S. automaker to not be represented by a union. In June of this year, a CNBC report found that Tesla paid Mike Worldwide to monitor a Tesla employee Facebook group and to conduct research on Tesla union organizers on social media from 2017 to 2018. Mike Worldwide monitored discussions on social networks alleging unfair labor practices at Tesla and monitored discussions on a sexual harassment lawsuit. Former and current Tesla employees told CNBC that they believe the company continues to monitor its workers on social media. So when you think about it, and particularly the press that you've seen about how Elon Musk treated workers at Twitter once he became owner of Twitter. It's no surprise that you see the same thing regarding his treatment of workers at his Tesla plants. And this isn't even going into some of the support that he has for these right-wing fascists that he's allowed back on Twitter. So with this all being said, there is no way in the world that I would ever consider purchasing a Tesla. And for those that would say, oh, you probably never will buy an EUV at this time anyway. Full disclosure, bought one this summer. It was a Chevy Bolt EUV made by union workers. And I'd like to give a shout out to those at Starbucks, Apple, and Google who are attempting to unionize now. Back in September of 2020, I I did a podcast talking about these so-called new age, high-tech, and social media companies in the way that they exploit workers. So it's good to see that these different companies are now having workers that are attempting to organize. So as much as these companies pretend to be caring employers, let's see how they respond when these employees attempt to unionize. Jeff Bezos and Amazon is a great example of how they show their true colors once employees attempt to unionize. It was interesting how they spend millions of dollars on TV advertisements attempting to show employees 
and how wonderful they were being treated by Amazon. It was no coincidence that they started that campaign at the time when employees were attempting to unionize. So Elon Musk is really no different than Jeff Bezos when it comes to how they treat employees. And as I said, that's why I would never buy a Tesla. Moving on to the Georgia runoff elections, I was really happy to see that Raphael Warnock was able to win re-election. So that was the good news. The bad news was the number of people that voted for Herschel Walker. With all that was known about Herschel Walker, and just listening to him during the campaign, I just can't imagine who in their right mind would vote for Herschel Walker. One thing is I would say is if they had an R after their name, no matter what, there are going to be people that are going to vote because he's a Republican. The other reason I would guess is because Donald Trump. I won't even get into his discussion about vampires and werewolves during his campaigning because that's pretty well known or bad air from China or a number of other crazy things he talked about. His made-up jobs, his abusive behavior, his treatment of women, neglecting or not even acknowledging his own children. If I put all these things aside and just look at what would I expect from him as a senator? And if it wasn't for his abusive behavior in the past, I'd almost feel sorry for him. What really pisses me off is how the Republican Party used this man. They had to know he was unfit to run as a senator, and yet there they were propping him up. It didn't matter how foolish he looked. All they were concerned about is two things. Hoping with an R after his name would help him get elected in Georgia. And by having him as a candidate would show that the Republicans aren't racist. I would highly recommend that you read in the Atlantic the article, Herschel Walker is an American Tragedy by Carolyn Randall Williams. As she states in the article, I'll ask again, what does it mean to be a black man in the South working a white-owned field? I don't particularly care that Herschel Walker doesn't seem to know he's being used. I care that America let it get this far, that this country has been wildly careless with black bodies, black stories, black truths. I care that I'm watching the news every day with the foot of bigotry on my back and the noose of regression tightening around my throat. Whoever wins today, Walker's candidacy is an American tragedy. So like I said, if you haven't had a chance to read the article, I highly recommend it. It is a tragedy. Which brings me to the last part of this podcast. Trump followers. Again and again, I keep wondering in my mind, how could anybody at this stage of the game continue to support Donald Trump? Just the other day, his organization was found guilty on all counts of criminal tax fraud, the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, the federal investigation on the January 6th attack, the investigation that is now going on or continues to go on in Georgia, plus ongoing cases in New York. And of course, he'll explain all these as being witch hunts. But besides all these criminal investigations into him, let's just take a look about who he has invited 
to Mar-a-Lago for dinner. You are known by the company you keep. And judging from his company, you can tell what type of person he is, which is basically a racist, fascist bigot. Oh yeah, and a loser. That's right, a big loser, based on the number of candidates that he supported during the midterms who lost, and lost decisively. Donald Trump, you're a loser. And the people that continue to support him and his cause, I have to say, the glue that holds them together is, one, they're feeling like they've been mistreated and the world owes them something. And more importantly, the racist attitudes. Those are the two ingredients that bind them together and will continue to bind them together. And I'm not sure that will change. The one hopeful side was in the past midterm elections, where the supposed big red wave turned into a big red whimper. Well, I woke up this morning feeling round, round from my shoes. You could tell about that I had them all. No more walking blue. I woke up this morning feeling round, round from my shoes. Some people said worry, oh blue they bad. That's the worst old feeling, you know I'm old. I most ever had. Some people tell me that oh blue they bad. Sound and blow my home. Just let me wake up one more and find my my little baby gone. You wanna hear me? Sit down and blow my home. Well, let me wake up one morning now. Hear me and find my baby gone. Be trouble. Yeah. 